podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to Pint of Football, the nation's drunkest football podcast. Today is a good day for ground hopping because Dad's of Pint of Football, your host today, is finally ticking off one that has eluded him for quite a long time, heading to go and see Aldermere. Finally ticking it off. It's one of those grounds that I should have ticked off years ago, but because it's so damn handy, been located quite near a train station and quite near where I work in centre of Birmingham. So here I am heading towards the ground, just heading up on the road now, looking for the Baldmere Tap, I believe it's called, the nearby pub, and expecting a good game as Chase Town are in town, based near Cannock. So I've just arrived at the Baldmere Tap, which absolute bonus point because it's a Jules pub. Did not know that when I Google mapped it earlier. For anyone who, who knows me, well now I'm a huge fan of their beer, their breweries. Didn't realise there was one this close to Birmingham. Very handy to know. And as I see the sign, I'm walking a little bit faster to get there just in time to have a pint before I head over to the ground. Oh yes, a nice pint of Jules Stone Ale, brewed in Shropshire. Stone is one of my local towns and they've just had a new Jules pub put in. Crown Wharf, they're all worth a visit all over the Midlands really. I think they go sort of far and wide as Wrexham, all the way through to, well, yeah, here, near Sutton Coldfield in Baldermere. Did not know this existed, but it's made the trip already a success. Given me a bit of time to sit and look at the league tables and discuss the preview for this FA Trophy qualifier. The FA Trophy, as a Macclesfield fan, holds a lot of fond and ultimately disappointing memories for me. When the old club existed, I remember going to watch the non-league finals day, FA Trophy, Mac versus York. Went with Tom, another part of Pint of Football. We lost 3-2 to York in the final. Oh, it was devastating. The only good thing about that final was I actually had a fiver on John Parkin to score the opening goal. As an ex-Mac player and big, big, big man of the non-league put a fiver on him and yeah he scored the first goal in what was a 3-2 win at Wembley great day out but I can't make it to Mac today because I just finished work at half one in Birmingham wouldn't have made it to the Moss in time for our game against Widness so I thought I'd come along as a neutral to Baldmere St Michael's and the great thing about this fixture is both teams, a bit like Max fixture as well, both teams are in the same league, both in the Midland equivalent of the league we're in, which is the Northern Prem Division 1. 
looking at the tables, we're only a few games in obviously, but Baldmere are sitting towards the top end of the table. Only had a couple of slips here and there, but they're, they're in pretty fine form. And Chase Town are mid-table, so it, it, you've got to fancy the hosts. But sometimes the trophy and the cup games do give teams opportunity to rotate, give some youngsters a try. Depends how much they really want to be there. Let's not forget this is only the second qualifying round. There's a hell of a lot of football to be played. Usually the teams who make it to the trophy final are your conference, sorry, National League teams and below. So it's whether you want to live that dream or let it die, not have the congestion of fixtures and just get on with your league matches. You'd like to hope both teams are optimistic though and like to fancy their chances of getting somewhere in it. I suppose we'll soon see. I'm going to sup up this pint and head over to the game. And my prediction for today is that it will be 2-0 to the hosts. 2-0. Tell you what, some fancy houses knocking about. But they love it when all the ground toppers and away fans park outside their uh, nice bit of road on Brown's Drive. About five, ten minutes till kickoff. Made it with plenty of time, just been served at the bar. Real busy bar, but also good choices. They've got everything from your classic Carlin, Coors, all the way through to the most popular at the minute, which seems to be Madri. A couple of cider options. Star Praman for those who are feeling a bit fancy. Almost went for that. I thought I'd try the Atlantic Pale. Obviously it never tastes quite the same in a plastic, but still, decent pint. And the, the guy working behind the bar looks kitted up like he's ready to play. Bald guy, wearing the blue top of Baldmere. Probably a training top or a staff top, I'm not sure, but he's doing the best he can. <laughs> but I've got my pint. I'm sat here now and I'm just looking at all the club's rich history. All the walls are plastered in old team photos from the years gone by. There's something that I'm just sat behind which cuts all what it is, but it says, the Baldmere St. Michael's FC Invincibles, which I would say is probably a season they went unbeaten, but I don't really remember that. Maybe it's more of a youth team thing. But either way, a lot of history here. I also saw a bit of, um, in the silverware cabinet, something to do with the walking football. England versus Republic of Ireland was hosted here a couple of years back, which is really good to see. As I arrived, there was loads of kids running around in their kits. I think it was Stratford and obviously Baldmere kids as well, leaving after our, I guess it was this morning's game. Looks like a real good club to be a part of. Everyone's in here having a drink before the match. People chucking footballs about, kids running around. Smells like chips somewhere, which makes me feel hungry. Might have to check those out in a bit. All the good signs of a classic groundhog. I also can't remember, but I know one of the big Birmingham slash West Midlands teams, women's division, were hosted here. I kind of feel like it might have been West Brom, but I'm not sure. I wouldn't want to go on record and say that. I'm sure it was either West Brom or Villa, but the women's team played here. 
because Tom and I actually planned to come here one time, but we got held up on the M6 for about three hours and missed the match. Peak non-league football moment. Man in a retro Wolverhampton Wanderers top, walking around, moaning about the queues to get some chips. Come on, man, get a grip. Joey Butlin, as you just heard, with a great strike, and he has been coming. Chase Town, despite being only mid-table in the league, has been fairly dominant, really. Good finish. It was a volley by the striker. I wouldn't say it was a mistake, but there was a bit of confusion at the back. The Baldmere defender cleared it, didn't fully clear it, and ultimately it was just one of those where it set the striker up for a volley. It has just started raining here now at the Trevor Brown Memorial Ground. Action is still underway, half an hour gone. We're on the three slash four slash five slash six slash seven, whatever you call it these days, G pitch, plastic pitch. The ground itself does really lend itself to diversity in terms of hosting walking football, women's games. The main stand, despite being really small, runs, it runs from just past the corner flag to just past the halfway line. Long ways, that is. There's also a really cool covered roof terrace. I want to say terrace, it's basically just a roof over a bit of flat ground behind the main goal. And then behind the other goal, there's tons of youth football going on in the five, six aside pitch. Pitches even, there's two of them. And I'm currently stood in the rain basically but just looking around it's a, it's a good atmosphere and also it's a good mix of old style seating and new style buildings looks like they've got some sort of gym behind the dugouts which looks pretty smart a lot of shouting going on now it was a foul but nothing more I'm not even sure it was a foul actually, just a bit late. Oh, oh. Well, either way, the guy who was fouled slash fell over is about to be punished for his reaction. It's been called over. Chase Town left winger, number seven. Lot of shouting still. Ref seems to have lost a bit of control now. Physio running on, but no one seems to be hurt. <laughs> physio just doing the really classic slow physio jog, thumb up. <laughs> now he's just been asked to leave on the other side of the pitch. This is quite comical. Oh, the Chase Town number seven has been ordered to leave as well to be treated, I guess. This reminds me of a very bad version of Andy Baxter's new rule that he would implement in football about players who were injured having to go off for two minutes. It was an episode we just recorded. In fact, it'll be due out 
probably around the same time as this episode. So if you do fancy listening to some football improvement stuff, Pint of Football is all about that. Last week we had Andy Baxter, one of the Pint of Football trio, suggesting three new rules for football. One which is based on another sport, one which was a completely genuine creation, and another which was a silly idea. I'm going to probably head back in and get another pint now. A load of young football fans just walked past in Villa Tops and various other local tops, a few in Boldmere Tops. One lad went, what do you think of mine? Unveiled it and it was Sutton Coldfield. And one of the younger kids just went, crap. <laughs> really enjoyed that. Equaliser for the heists. Makes it one all. Substitute number 14 with a good finish. About 15 minutes to go, so it could set up some sort of extra time slash penalty scenario. I suppose we'll soon see. I'm just sat here on the George Dance Memorial bench, ready to see what unfolds. 1 1. Is it straight to penalties? I don't know, I was just wondering that. I remember it was extra time or straight to penalties. So it goes to pens. First up, the home team shooting into the preferred end. Lots of cooing. Here we go. First one. Go straight in. For the second pen. Here we go. <laughs> Lots of kids trying to abuse him. <laughs> Ref not happy with the bobble, even though it's a 4G pitch. And it is the number four for Chase Town to take. Please don't hit me. Scores it, one all. Home side up again. St Michael's number seven. Can he score? He's called it on the left, the goalkeeper. Oh, he went straight down the right. Great penalty. Great strike. Back up to Chase Town. There he goes, Chase Town. Two two. The number two makes it 2-2. Two -two. Come on, Robbie. This FA Trophy qualifier obviously means a lot to the clubs. My team, Mech, they've just finished the game. They won 5-1 after going 1-0 down. And the home, number 10, he just blasted it straight over the bar. Hey. <laughs> the kids cheering on as the goalkeeper can't get the ball from the roof of the net. So Chase Town to go 3-2 up. 
slid out. Great finish. Baldemir have the chance to draw level. But they are behind. Oh! That was one of those. It was so perfectly placed that if it didn't go in, it would have whacked me straight in the face. The number nine for Baldmere makes it three all. It's the Chase Town captain wearing the blue strip of Chase Town. White socks and the white and red shoulder stripe. Can he score? Fancy his chances. Oh. Keeper got a touch, but it went in. So it comes down to this one. If this, if this doesn't go in, Chase Town are through. Do you give a penalty to a sub? Let's see. Oh, great finish. Yes, you do. He's come on, he's done his job. So it now comes down to the goalkeeper for the home team. He needs to save this. A lot of pressure Scored with this one, we've won it, haven't we? Yeah. Chase Town just needs to score to win the game. Can he do it? Oh, yes he can. 5-4. Chase Town go through. Good shit out to be fair. Plenty to enjoy about that. It's the away team. We go back to Canuck Chase with the win. To answer the question from before, it looks like West Brom and Villa women slash ladies have played here before. Aston Villa Ladies Football Club have got their badge on the stadium, as have West Bromwich Albion FC women. So, my earlier comment about offending anyone who thought I might have picked the wrong team, you can sod off because both have played here. Just goes to show what sort of club you've got here. Because, clearly, it's the sort of club that anyone feels welcome. Home fans, away fans, generally, a really good football club. I'm going to start to lose breath now as I tackle this hill. So I'm going to sign off from this pint of football, Ground Callers Live. Good night. Podcast Network.